0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Two Men Minute a Pineapple podcast. My name is Cody. And I'm Michael. And we are two 30-year-old millennials living in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. The purpose of this podcast is to identify, deconstruct, and discuss the life events facing millennials. Each podcast episode will focus on one to two topics and present them in the form of what I wish I knew. We will share our own experiences, as well as the tips, tricks, and secrets we've learned along the way which will hopefully encourage you to think, reflect, and discuss these topics amongst yourselves, your friends, and family. This podcast will be successful if it helps you to be able to live a happier, healthier, and more fulfilling life. Who would have thought we would have been going into another lockdown? As of recording this, it's the middle of November 2020, and uh, Michael and I are in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And uh, it really feels like we're going to be going into another another lockdown. Um, I mean, the first lockdown was back in the middle the middle of March, and I remember personally, I was like, "Oh, I'll be back to work in two weeks. This is this is going to be nothing. It's just going to blow over." And then uh, you know, eight months go by, or well, I guess three three months really went by. and Then I was back to work, but I mean, just in terms of everyone wearing masks and socially distancing and. Everything that's still going on, you know, eight months later.
1: So so welcome to the episode. That's what we're talking about today. The second wave.
0: Yeah, second wave or third wave. We don't know which wave this is. Yeah. What we do know is it's really looking like we're going into another lockdown. So everyone listening out there, we're going to talk about how do you prepare for the upcoming lockdown? Using things that we learned or we wish we did uh, during that first lockdown.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a continuation from our last podcast, or I wouldn't say our last one, but the other podcast we did on preparing for or what we did during the lockdown.
0: Yeah, yeah. So if we did like a little bit of summary of what we did during that first lockdown, Michael, uh, what really stood out, you know, to you to to you? (laughs)
1: Um, For me, I think what stood out was, really, I felt I still feel like I'm in a lockdown. it's crazy because we continuously are like we're in the medical field right so we're always on that pulse of like oh there's this many cases this week this many cases this week so really the only thing that's changed is that i've gone outside a little bit more and that i'm still just as cautious but i learned that i gotta take advantage of my time so i'm definitely preparing for that but
0: Okay, so hold on. We'll get into that after. Okay, let me give you a more exciting question. (laughs) Okay, so, you know, we're at this stage now, okay, we've been back to work, and we kind of see, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel. Now, the past kind of two, three weeks when, I don't know about you, but I feel like we're definitely going to another lockdown. Do you view, like, working or each day differently with, Uh, like, being unsure of, oh, my God, are we going back into another lockdown? Have you, like, mentally checked out from, you know, your work (laughs) or your school? I'm serious, right? This is a big mental health issue, right?
1: So uh, I totally get you. I think the system has evolved as quickly as uh, as this whole pandemic has happened. I think a lot of good people being in charge have changed it so the lockdown... And the way we used to know it isn't the same. So, for instance, again, referencing where we work in the healthcare field, right? Maybe not the frontline workers, but definitely in contact with a lot of different people. Um, we were in lockdown, so we were not allowed to work. And why were we not allowed to work? Like, think about that question because we weren't prepared. Now we're prepared. Every place you go to, every physio clinic, every doctor's office, any type of healthcare professional clinic or any healthcare clinic has shields, has masks, has temperatures, have you doing all the pre-checks. Those are now there. So what's stopping them, right?
0: So why are we going into a lockdown if we have all these? So that's what I'm saying.
1: So I think it's not going to be a lockdown in the same sense. I think there's going to be a lockdown maybe of like, I don't know, we're just talking off air about uh, New York how they close down all their schools right maybe it's a lockdown in that way maybe it's a lockdown with you know businesses shutting down again or you know malls shutting down or like these big places shutting down again where we are only going to work i think my work has already evolved to the point where if we go into full full lockdown right we're not even allowed to go outside i'm still working i'll be working same thing you know nine to five or whatever it is on the computer doing my meetings doing my teaching it's its not going to change
0: but what about those people out there who aren't able to work from home or aren't, aren't able to do their meetings or things like yeah. that right i just think it's such a big at least for me i don't know something's changed for me the past week or two i'm seeing more clients come in and say that you know, they've had to get tested, or people they know have got tested, or their work. there's an outbreak at their work. Oh, I wasn't hearing oh. this a month ago, or yeah, two months yeah, ago, yeah. or back in June. Yeah. And somehow, some way, I just I have this feeling of uncertainty, right? I don't know when lockdown's going to happen. Yeah. I don't know, am I still going to be able to work, am I not? Yeah. Right? And I just feel like, um, I don't know, I approach work differently. I have a different feel about it every mm-hmm. day. You think uh, the government's going to, you know, throw us a couple checks again? Well, they still are, right? People that aren't able to work right now, they're still getting
1: i mean like if it goes canada wide, mm. because that could be a thing too right the, i think i heard is it you're talking about vancouver right but like the whole Maritimes are on their own little bubble mm-hmm. so is the lockdown going to be bubble, like bubble situated ontario's going to be nuts right
0: yeah well that's something too right what if just like ford right what if he says just toronto peel yeah. and york region which are the hot spots in ontario what if they're the only ones to lock down
1: so i find that hard i find this so hard i think it would be like an ontario or nothing because what's stopping me from just sneaking into my car driving except you know i could be a rotten person this is my kind of scenario driving up to timmins and just coughing all over everyone and then being like bye and come back to toronto and now there's no outbreak in timmins and they were all fine right but they like i think it's got to be ontario province-wide Why would would you go
0: to Timmins though? If there's a lockdown order, stay inside. Why are you gonna?
1: Obviously, I'm a good person. I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna do my job, (laughs) like we said. (laughs) We work in the healthcare field, (laughs) so I I understand that. But you know, you know, people. It's like, oh, my grandma, my mom's sick, my dad's sick, my grandma. I'll just, I have to see them. I have to, right? Mm -hmm. So you go. You don't know if you're sick. Maybe you got sick along the way. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But
0: But I think the thing (laughs) right now, are there's no cases in these other regions. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So why would they lock down?
1: I I don't know. I don't. It's a hard turn. Ter- yeah. okay. uh, so a, I would disagree. I will say our premier is getting punched in the face every day, yeah. because they are going at him from every angle, and he has, he is just the puppeteer that is listening to other people, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, I feel for him a little bit because he's got to make hard, dis- hard choices, or mm-hmm. he, at least he has to be the face of those hard choices. Yeah. Um, sorry, but I cut you off. I don't know, I think
0: it's always easy to tell people what decision to make when you're not the one making the decision, right? You have the opposition parties yelling at Ford every day, do this and do that, why aren't we shut down in that? Yeah. But you know the rules are reversed, right? Yeah. It's hard to make decisions like that.
1: Yeah, oh definitely. Wait, especially when you're talking about people's livelihoods and families and, you know, all these other things. So it's just there it's just how I see it, is blood in the water. <clears throat> there's sharks, there's blood in the water and they're gonna attack ASAP on him, but that's mm-hmm. that's politics. But, um, so how do you think your, you were talking about all your patients and how they're coming at you yeah. with like different que- or different scenarios. What yeah. kind of uh, things were there? Like, what kind of jobs do they have? Everything. Are they like sit down jobs? Like,
0: well, the people that are working from home, some of them have to go in like once or twice a week. Okay. And uh you know, someone will have had tested positive, yeah, and they've been at that workplace, and so then everyone's got to go get tested yeah right and then you know taking time off work right uh you know do their direct family members got to then isolate or get tested and everything else right yeah, yeah so i feel like that's a big mess and uh i don't know just a lot of feedback over workplaces not like taking it seriously or being like all about the benjamins as opposed to yeah. um or i guess all about the uh, bordens here in canada is he
1: is he on the benjamin 100?
0: franklin's on the hundred in the states and then a candidates it's, it's Borden, so
1: clearly i've never held a hundred dollar bill
0: <laughs> anyways that's beside the point but yeah you know like businesses obviously don't want to shut down or shut down yeah. the most or the minimal amount of time yeah. right just to, to save money so uh yeah just uh and i had a, a recent client of mine come in and say her mom's in a long-term care home recent admittance to a long-term care home maybe a month or two and uh alzheimer's and she just tested positive but luckily knock on wood that she doesn't have any symptoms Mm -hmm. so So, does that mean you have to get tested no i had not seen her um since she had seen her mom who tested positive oh okay Okay.
1: yeah so see how crazy that is that's third three degrees away mm -hmm. that's
0: nuts but again and again like i'm always wearing my third third degree whatever surgical mask all the time yeah so i'm not uh, it's weird like i'm not worried about being at work interacting with you know 10 to 20 clients a day because yeah. I always have my mask on and, you know, I can wash my hands all the time and clean the bed and whatever. Yeah. You know, it's not about that, but I think what really worries me is like transmitting, like if I carry it on myself to like yeah. my parents or other elderly people. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just, I don't know, it's just the uh, uncertainty, I think. Especially like working in, you know, not so much the clinic side, but, you know, where I work, I'm attached to a gym. Mm-hmm. Just the gym side, like they're, I don't even know how they're running that business because it's so yeah it's so unpredictable right they yeah. basically the government tells them what they can do yeah and they never know when that's going to change yeah so i don't know my bosses look phenomenal i would probably be like a, a wreck if i had to do their job like seriously i don't know how they're doing it going back and forth back and forth like like literally like the other day like we're sitting at work and um just like coworkers of mine and they're like you know what day are you calling it to be locked down again like we're just sitting there and we're just like when are we not gonna be able to work next yeah and stuff like that yeah. so I don't know. Mental mental health, man. I think it really does, Ian. So it kind of leads into our question.
1: What, Let's say lockdown happens. What are you prepped to do? What are you looking yeah. forward to doing with that yeah. time?
0: Yeah. Well, I think that's another thing. You know, preparing for the next lockdown. It's hard to prepare when you don't know when it's going to happen or if it's going to happen. Yeah. How long is it going to be? Yeah. Right? Like what, are we pro- like, what do we think is going to happen? I personally think it's going to be whenever the kids go for Christmas break, whenever that is, the yeah. 18th or whatever that Friday is. Right? <laughs> I literally just think from there on like the next two weeks yeah i just think they're gonna do a lockdown i'm gonna say parents stay home with your kids for the next two weeks yeah and uh it's gonna be lockdown. that's what i think personally if they do anything yeah that's what it would be that's my guess what what do you think
1: honestly i think it's gonna be sooner than that like i'm looking at the graph right now for so uh our government put out like a um I don't know a summary statement from what they actually called the first wave mm-hmm. that's what the document title is this is Ontario yes yeah, Ontario okay and like if you see how fast it spiked it's like March between March to April that's like one month mm-hmm. it went it almost looks like it's tripled itself right yeah. so and then look how and it takes from April all the way till July that's when they stopped this and it's tapering down slow it looks like the stock market on reverse like it's slowly going down yeah so these things happen that quick so i'm gonna say i'd say we're in mid-november right now probably beginning of december beginning of december
0: and how long are we locking down for
1: oh it's gonna be a month for sure a month so what happens all the businesses I'm I'm shrugging my shoulders right now because I I don't know I have no idea what's gonna yeah. happen. Yeah,
0: because restaurants really haven't been opened here at all. Since, really, they've been since like, March.
1: Yeah, they've been on some type of skeleton diet. Yeah, yeah. It's,
0: so, gyms, restaurants. Yeah, if um, another
1: lockdown happens, I'm gonna put all my money into Uber Eats.
0: Because <laughs> like that's how I'm gonna eat. Yeah. And the, the thing is, like, lockdown, we just we're just prolonging it, right? Mm-hmm. We opened up in January. Same thing's gonna happen again. Yeah. Right. Really, everybody has to get vaccinated, right? That's really the only thing, right? And so the, I think
1: what last thing I read was like 95%. That's what the vaccine, like the vaccines look yeah, like. Yeah. So it's still a 5% chance. Mm-hmm. Obviously it's a pretty low yeah, chance. Yeah, that's huge but, though.
0: So, yeah. so far there's two vaccines that are going to be marketed. Yeah. And, uh, I think I was just mentioning on the radio coming over here that <clears throat> Ontario was saying we're going to get two and a half million, two and a half million, I believe, um, vials of the vaccine by the beginning of next year so january and i heard that you're gonna need two doses of the vaccine within three week periods you know like you get like a booster shot almost oh, yeah, so yeah, you yeah. need two of them so i mean two and a half divided by two right mm-hmm. so we're looking at you know one, in, 1. Million, yeah, right? One like, and a quarter million people gonna get it which is nothing in ontario right yeah. Toronto's like three million people or yeah more right so yeah. um and how are they
1: gonna m- get it to the northern cities yeah, yeah.
0: Well, the thing is this this virus or the vaccine has to say like really, really cold temperatures, really colder than your freezer, the transport, right? So you can be very careful with it. You know, we get it in, let's say January, all the frontline workers are gonna get it first in like long-term care homes. Yeah. And then like you and I are like healthy younger people. We're not gonna get it until they're saying like, maybe June, the earliest.
1: I believe that, So
0: the majority of the population, we're just not gonna be vaccinated for, you know, another year almost, Mm -hmm. right? But like, let's look at the stock market, already gone up crazy, right? We're already factoring that vaccines are coming. yeah. Um, and then, you know, going back to lockdown, are we going to lock down all the way till then? Or like, what's, what's going to happen, right? Or do we not lock down, but we just tell people that are sick, pre-existing conditions or elderly, you guys got to isolate and everyone else wear a mask, socially distance, and let's keep restaurants and things open. And let's just play it safe. Yeah. Let's limit capacity in that. I don't think we got to shut all these places down and just...
1: I think it becomes responsibility and we clearly show we're not responsible.
0: That's what it is. People are having parties. Look yeah. at the last weekend, right? Yeah. With, uh, Diwali, right? Lots of, uh, like in Brampton, like there's mm-hmm. lots of gatherings and fines handed out for hundreds of people congregating yeah. in that. Right. Yeah. Right. And definitely like my neighbors celebrated that and they, they had nobody over. It was just them in their backyard and they left some fireworks and that was a responsible thing to do. Yeah. Right.
1: Well, think about, um, like Diwali's right there. Then Christmas comes up. Then New Year's right after that. Yep you're looking at like three major events and i think that's why they might like lock down for an entire month. Yeah. Right? Just a, just cut them from under their feet, right? Black Friday, all those Boxing Day. These are like where people congregate to go to score the go to stores, sorry. So i think they're just going to be like, no, nah, they're going to axe it. Mm-hmm. Cuz you can't count on the responsibility of an 18-year-old mm-hmm. or of a 21-year-old.
0: Maybe yeah. you got to be a nutcase to go out on Boxing Day. Or, i've uh, never done it but. black friday now like it's all online now anyways like why would you go line up it's just ridiculous especially in this, in this they turn. always
1: have like those in-store specials right they try to drag mm-hmm. you to their big box store so yeah. get a tv
0: not- for 200 dollars and then you can die yeah you know what i mean like what yeah. i don't know but uh yeah i get what you're saying Mike, about timeline for lockdowns i definitely think it's coming that's for sure sooner than later mm-hmm. and uh but in terms of per- i mean we're still talking about preparing even though it seems like we're going off track I think uh, usually you prepare for things that, you know, you have a defined time frame where you know what you're expecting. We don't really know what we're expecting.
1: How did you prepare for your fir- the first one? Like it I happened
0: didn't. and then what did you do next? Oh God, I was going on vacation. <clears throat> like we locked on, uh, I think the 17th of March. I was supposed to go on vacation on the 22nd.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Right. So
0: that, that was a bummer. Yeah. So canceled all that. And uh, I think like the first week I was just, I didn't know what to expect or right? I didn't know how long it was going to be. And then when I realized that it was just getting worse and worse. Uh, you know I started doing other things like productive things so I think about the things that I did back then like you know make music play guitar start a YouTube channel yeah, things like that I think I'm just going to readdress these things now so for okay. example like the YouTube channel yeah, I started that in probably the beginning of April and mm-hmm. I did it right through to June when I went back to work so for those two months there I really dedicated my time to it and since I've been back at work I've made no videos whatsoever yeah. I've completely dropped that People ask me all the time about making more YouTube videos and I say, you know, it's not a priority now because, you know, I have, I have work to do and things like that. Yeah. So I've definitely, the last week or two, it's definitely come back like the YouTube euphoria that I have. <laughs> so it's almost like sub- subconscious that it knows a lockdown's coming. Yeah. So it's getting me like mentally prepared to do it again. That's what, well, so, yeah, do you have we a-
1: should, uh, we should start one for the podcast.
0: YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe during lockdown. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: There you go. There's already one thing on your to-do list. Yeah.
0: So mentally that's how I'm preparing or what I'm thinking of. Like, what are your thoughts? What are you going to do? Any different than the first time around?
1: Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah. How many even. rolls of
0: toilet paper do you and Paula have? Uh, enough. Okay. Enough. <laughs> enough.
1: Uh, <laughs> we actually never went and got toilet paper. Like everyone, that was so freaking weird to see. Mm-hmm. Like we're lining up to go shopping and an entire aisle is gone. And I'm like, what are people doing with this? Like it's not gold. Yeah. Right. It's Mm -hmm. just like wipe your butt with a towel. Right. (laughs)
0: That's disgusting. (laughs) The worst
1: case. I don't know. Like it just, in my mind, um, yeah, it just, it was just so weird to see that. But I think what I'm going to do for me, it's going to be status quo.
0: Status quo. Yeah.
1: So just keep reading, keep doing research, keep writing, keep teaching. Like, my day won't change Yeah. So much.
0: just, you know, people listening out there, everyone's coming from a different angle, right? Some people are just working from home. Nothing's going to change. Yeah. Some people work for the government, and they're not going to lose any money whatsoever. Yeah. And then there's some people that are running a restaurant, and they're like, I'm going to lose everything. What am I going to do? Yeah. Right? So let's just kind of reiterate, like, what we do. Yeah. Right? So we, oh. what exactly are you doing, Michael? Because you're saying, you know, you're just going to be status quo. People are probably thinking... How I can you be status quo during a lockdown? So
1: Oh, like describe what I do? Yeah. Okay, Why so, can you be status quo? Like, okay, okay. So if you haven't listened to episode seven, go do that. That's what we were doing. That was our first one. Um, I just plugged our own podcast. Yeah. You'd be <laughs> crazy
0: not to listen to it. Yeah.
1: So I work at uh, York University, right? Yep. Uh, as a teaching assistant slash co-instructor. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I do that on the side. And you're guaranteed the income Uh because the university is loaded, like Uh all universities, right? Yeah. Uh, And then, other than that, I have my responsibilities as a graduate student that I have to do. On the side, normally, I would have... I would do coverage for soccer teams because I'm an athletic Uh therapist. So, it's like a little side income, which would all be gone. that would be gone. Yeah. Yeah. So, that
0: would be axed. And then your clients that you'd see for athletic therapy. Yeah. So, that would be axed. And that's axed, too.
1: Those i would say don't make uh, much of a difference in my Mm -hmm. income okay so that's good so that's where you're coming from yeah yeah so someone that owns like like a restaurant's huge Mm -hmm. that's like when we look at the news they're always on the news fighting Mm -hmm. for something because of how bad they've been hit. right i think for them i don't even know like I don't know what I would do if I owned a restaurant. I yeah. would just be like, all right, guys, it's going to be me only or mm-hmm. my chef only, whatever mm-hmm. that looks like. And it's just going to be takeout. Cause we did do in the lockdown, in the lockdown, they did do a really great job at, you know, what they say? It was like drop off delivery or whatever that, uh, non, it was a non contactless or contactless, th- uh, food delivery. Okay. Everyone offered it. It's still being offered. Mm. Right. So, I think they'll just jump back on there.
0: Mm. I think, you know, what's keeping that person from just throwing in the towel in that restaurant saying, you know what, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm going to do the EI or whatever the government's offering Mm -hmm. and I'm going to try to start something else during this. Oh,
1: absolutely nothing. Like nothing stopping them. I would have done that immediately.
0: Yeah. like There goes our industry though. There goes all the restaurants and that.
1: Yeah. There was I was watching uh, the news the other day and they're interviewing a person from a gym. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and she started her company in the pandemic and it was so sad cause she i guess was building this company right it takes a while opens up in the pandemic right mm-hmm. advised by all the rules and she's like i've been struggling since day one like i it's either i keep going on like this and just be in debt for the rest of whatever or i sell i just give up and just make sure that i have a house and home like a house with my family or whatever she's mm-hmm. like i can't choose i or sorry i have to choose it's either i put everything in to my business and i mm-hmm. risk my home or i just risk my whole livelihood yeah. and i'm at home mm-hmm. and i was like that was gut-wrenching for me to see because that's not that's not uncommon right now right mm-hmm. everyone's thinking that same thing so you know Paula and i do a great job when we well, i'll say we do a great job we try to eat out like, eat out, uh-huh. quote-unquote eat out, um, to our local restaurants in, out here right now. Uh-huh. Because we're allowed... Well, not anymore. <clears throat> but when we're allowed to go there, we would. Right? When it says tip, we would tip 20%. And it's like, uh-huh. we know these people are absolutely
0: in dire uh-huh. scenario, right?
1: And a lot of them were in dire scenarios before uh-huh. COVID, right? Business is hard
0: always, right? So, are, did you start eating more locally? Like, doing, like, smaller yeah. food oh, places? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Like, the like mom and pa shops
0: yeah us too
1: yeah yeah it's uh it's important and i see the importance now of community right so big
0: time yeah yeah think about like shopping at walmart and you know amazon and all these big stores right like they don't need that money like seriously you should be trying to shop at your local businesses
1: yeah i remember paula bought uh cupcakes or some sort of cake um from a local vendor and she was doing it out of her home because I think she lost obviously mm-hmm. her business, and so we drove to her home. Mm-hmm. There's like a line of cars, mm-hmm. and we would all get it one out one like one by one, and we had like a, I don't know, like a schedule or like a time. So like our time mm-hmm. was three fifteen. Someone mm-hmm. else's was maybe three twenty. So, mm-hmm. uh and we would do our orders that way. And mm-hmm. you know, I I loved it. Right, they had a gift for us inside like a little chocolate or a little something extra right for for helping out but i think that was vital to show like you know we as a community we still need you right maybe Mm -hmm. you don't have a store on the street but you can sell those things from your home like we're willing to come Mm -hmm. pick it up or maybe get it dropped off that kind of stuff
0: yeah think of the struggle like these entrepreneurs are going through to keep these businesses that they have why don't they just pack it in and go work for the government Mm -hmm. be a lot easier yeah right Why not? You're guaranteed that money, right? You work five hours out of eight every day, right? Um, Right? So just think about these people. They're keeping these businesses and they're trying to struggle through and come out to the other side, right? Mm -hmm. Like that takes a lot of grit and determination. And, you know, I know like in politics, they love to demonize small business owners as like these tax cheats and super rich, greedy greedy people. And I think COVID has really shined a light on them Mm -hmm. and like how resilient they are and how... much of a struggle it is to have a business so yeah i think that's i hope i hope that's changed public perception on business owners and how hard it is
1: for me it did and it didn't because mm-hmm. a lot of them got pushed online mm-hmm. and now like if you go into amazon you see like an influx of these the same product over and over and over and over again right and it's all coming from overseas mm-hmm. and to me that's not trying uh-huh. right like if you want to innovate be an entrepreneur like yeah we're talking about restaurants but what if someone made a like a new device or like you know i know it's hard like that's that's what covid is right it's it's not giving you all the opportunities but sometimes uh-huh. um that's where like you know the one quote i always think or i always go back to is um pressure makes diamonds and you know they like in my mind that makes sense right when when you push someone against the wall like entrepreneurs are literally risking everything always Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. so that's why they always have a they always fail or they fail and get up and fail and Mm -hmm. get up and whatever and retry and retry because it's that one time that then enough pressure was applied and they were successful Mm -hmm. right And so i think covid itself or this this um (laughs) respiratory disease i don't know what you want to call it but it is a blanket of pressure.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Everybody is under the pressure. So the guy on top, he's on, pre- he's the, the successful one is getting pressure, right? The, the one that just started is getting the same type of pressure. So I, I agree. I think there's a lot of people that just kind of start an online store now. They right? just do whatever because they think they can make like a side, a side gig or, you know, make it big selling random stuff. But, but isn't that how everybody gets started? No, that, I don't know. I just don't see a hustle anymore.
0: Let's take one of the most successful Canadian companies in the past couple of years, Shopify. Okay. Right? Founded by um a guy from I think Germany mm-hmm. or Netherlands, one of the European countries over there. And literally it started as like an online snowboarding store. Like he wanted he wanted to like create a way to sell snowboards online. And then he's like he changed from that, which sounds just like, hey, I'm going online just yeah. to like sell some random shit, yeah. to, hey, let's create a platform for people to start, for anybody, anywhere in the world, to start an uh, online store. And look at how much that's grown, and then if you want to take a look at the Shopify chart, stock chart, uh, the business has done phenomenal. But he just started as a guy out in his basement, just kicking it around and trying to mm-hmm. code something for like an online snowboard store. So he went from that until like this huge business helping out like, the entire world. So even just yeah. you know, starting something that looks small or ridiculous can change into something. But that big. was innovative. Yeah. Right. But it wasn't that, innovative at the time.
1: But it was. What existed at that time when he made that?
0: Um, I don't know. Apparently, not a very good online presence for something. Yeah. And he said, "How can I make it better?"
1: Yeah. So he innovated, right? Enough pressure. I don't know what the pressure was, but yeah. clearly, made. He, he it turned money. into a diamond. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. There's another uh, story I heard. Where um, it was a football team, and whoever won the drill got to do push-ups, or got to do let's say like a hundred push-ups. And whoever won the drill, whoever got to won do the push-ups. drill, yeah. So then I was, I was waiting for that too. I'm listening to this, and then I'm like, what, what? I don't get it. And she, like the lady was describing, she's like, think about it. The strong get stronger. Let the weak be weaker. They have mm. right. That's that's the the reward, you get to become stronger, I let you have that opportunity to get stronger, so I think about those two quotes, and how they kind of intermingle, and in, in, in what we're doing right now, um, especially with what I'm doing, it's like you're always under that, I'm always under deadlines, and I'm like, no, I, I have the opportunity to do this, I'm, I should be grateful to do this, yeah. right, so um, that I think applies to this as well. Moving away from that a little bit, I wanted to talk about this second wave, like this um globally, mm-hmm. last time this happened, all of China shut down their shipping, which literally China almost cripples the entire economy and mm-hmm. we almost we saw that right, and how everyone reacted. Do you think that 's going to happen again because i've heard and looked up a little bit zero from China. nothing is coming out of there. they have the most population, mm-hmm. and yet there 's nothing on the news saying they 've had spikes or you know they built a freaking hospital in 10 days or something mm-hmm. right none of that anymore
0: you can't believe a word that comes out of china because right. they're a communist dictatorship yeah and uh, they have control over the airwaves coming out of china so i, so don't, do believe, think, I don't believe nothing do you think
1: the, the like i don't know i'm mm-hmm. thinking the canadian government like what's stopping that from uh them shipping stuff here
0: like what's why did they like why stuff? did they
1: stop the shipping in the first place i actually don't i don't remember the reason
0: uh, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that.
1: Did they think the pan? I, I guess we know a little bit more about the. Did
0: we accept stuff from China when they started? Yeah, the outbreak was from there.
1: Yeah, like we. Then that's why they stopped the the ports. They shut down the ports.
0: I don't know. All I know now is I know China's not shutting down. There's no way. Yeah. They just all they care about is their economy right now. I don't yeah. see them shutting down at all. Which is why they're saying there's zero cases.
1: Yeah. Right. So. How's the biggest the uh, most. Populated country have
0: zero cases mm-hmm. of COVID. They're not. Yeah. They're liars. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, if I may go back to preparing. Oh, for yeah. Next, yeah, you may. You this next uh, you. lockdown. Um, you know, we don't know timing, but, you know, people out there, are you guys, you know, trying to save some extra money in case, you know, you can't work for a week or two? right? Are you budgeting differently oh, yeah. Uh, financially? I know like in terms of your situation, Michael, you said, you know, half of kind of what you do, you can preserve no matter what happens and half will this fall off. And the part that falls off isn't a big chunk of your life, which is good, mm-hmm. right? You're in a good situation to have. So um, I think in terms of budgeting and, you know, piling up some cash or something like that, I think that's something to do for preparing I think everyone's probably got that. Right. I think that's a stressful thing too, right? Because let's say, you know, we've been back to work and maybe we've bought a few things or we got some more debt or whatnot. And then, you know, if the lockdown happens and you don't have any money saved, right? That's a pretty, that's very stressful as well. Um, Another thing to prepare, uh, yeah, like what are you gonna do? Like for example, like, um, you know, planning like a little getaway, right? I know -hmm. like we're pretty limited to Ontario. You know, like Airbnbs are just going like little day trips, right? So would you are, gonna... you... are you preparing something for, you know, the next month or two? Or are you like, I'm not going anywhere,
1: uh, right? Yeah. It's Christmas
0: break uh, coming up, right? Are you going to go anywhere, right? I mean, there's nothing wrong with going to an Airbnb when it's just you and someone that you're very close with, right? It's not like you're interacting with someone you don't see every day, right? Mm-hmm. Now within your bubble. So I mean, like, that's legitimate. You yeah. can do that. But I mean, are you planning something like that? Because you don't know if it's going to get canceled last minute. Yeah. I had PTSD from March when my other trip <laughs> got canceled. Right?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: What What's your next month or two look like? Are you literally just, you're hunkered down, you got nothing planned. Are you doing anything for Christmas?
1: Uh No, no. Christmas is going to be, actually, I will, I will say, I'm looking forward to to Christmas. Why?
0: More so than other years? Yeah. Because yeah. I know you're very, very, very into Christmas. <laughs>
1: yeah. I think, um, I don't know. I think it's going to help everyone. If I don't have to see all my family, I don't have to buy all my family presents.
0: Oh, okay. I'm <laughs> so <You're> taking means... <laughs> the Scrooge <laughs> yeah. look on Christmas.
1: So that limits how much I have to spend, which is fantastic mm-hmm. because of the scenario we're just mm-hmm. talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think mainly that's the reason, but I am looking forward to Christmas. Mm-hmm. But. Again, I won't be able to see, like, I don't know. I don't think I'll be able to see my family. I think the lockdown's going to prevent that, which would be sad, but
0: it is what it is. You got to follow the rules. What about you? Um, hmm. No, no plans for Christmas. I am trying to get an Airbnb, though, to go away for a weekend. So I hope I, I already have it booked, actually. So I'm hoping. In December? Yeah, beginning of December. First weekend there. So I'm hoping we can still go. I mean we're going to be out of Toronto so hopefully that doesn't lock down if it's going to be a regional lockdown right yeah yeah so i yeah. find
1: that so weird when they're like so i travel for work sometimes and uh when i'm like in niagara which is like a 2 hour drive from where i am mm-hmm. the scenario changes like mm-hmm. we're allowed to do so many more things i'm walking into businesses people are sitting down i'm like what is going on mm-hmm. right come back to toronto i'm like just go to the drive-through, or I'll yeah. just stay at home, yeah. right? So,
0: have, have you sat in a place like when you're at these other yeah. and these other locations? Yeah, you, yeah. we went
1: to a, an IHOP. What do you think? It was good. Yeah, I was like, well, I, I don't know. It, it seemed the same. Mm-hmm. Everything seemed the same. Yeah, except for there was a big plastic glass between me and the other seat. Oh, really? Yeah, they so, like you know an IHOP or like when you're sitting in one of those restaurants, they have like those little booths. Yeah. So. At the top of the booth, there's usually, like, you can kind of just poke your head over and see the next people. They just put a plastic guard up. Mm. So, like, it's even taller now. Mm. That was it. And our food came a lot faster. Maybe that was a difference. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, see? I mean, you get out of Toronto and look at the difference. And Mm -hmm. you felt fine. Like, I didn't even... You didn't have any fear in your voice or... No. No. So,
1: you're fine. The one thing... I I don't know. Yeah. It was just, like, the... Like, we... Paul and I wore masks all the time. Mm-hmm. So even if like we're approaching the, like we're going in somewhere or like we're in a tunnel, whatever, it's mask on. I just, I don't know why. It's just maybe that's because Toronto, like that's mm-hmm. kind of what we had to do. Mm-hmm. And in Niagara, it was not like that at all. Like people mm-hmm. were, we were at a, a Starbucks and the Starbucks was sitting on the side of the road or like close to the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. So all the doors are open. It was a fantastic day out and people don't have their mask on, but they're inside, but they're standing far apart. And I'm like, so confused. I'm like, just you're supposed to wear a mask. Like you're kind of in the building. Mm -hmm. Right. So when we had ours, it looked weird and everyone started putting theirs on, Hmm. but, um, it was weird. Hmm. But That was like the only, the only difference. But I think you can really tell when you're from a different part. Oh yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So when we're we're talking about preparing for the next lockdown, right? man, I
1: keep I keep getting off topic here, Come on, Michael.
0: So we're talking about preparing, right? There's different things, you know. Are we preparing for, or are we not, right? And just kind of summarizing the little bits and pieces that we said. Uh, preparing financially, mm-hmm. right? We have an emergency fund or some money put away in case we're not working for a little bit. Yeah. Right. Uh, we talked about what type of are we traveling? Or are we not traveling? Are we staying home? Are we gonna start a side hustle?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Are we gonna try that hobby? That we've always wanted to do. That now we have the time to do it, Mm -hmm. right? I know that's what I did during the first lockdown, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's vital to have a routine. Keeping your routine. How many? I mean, we're in almost like the fitness industry. I I I hear this a lot this year. People say they have no routine, so like their workouts and like their body has just gone to to hell, right? So
1: yeah, I think routine because you you work is your routine mm -hmm. whether you like it or not. Right, yeah. you're forced to go yeah. um, and when you're just not forced to go anymore you, you don't have that built in routine mm-hmm. so I think really spending some time and actually coming up with a routine would be so mm-hmm. important mm-hmm. for everything you're saying like yeah. financially yeah. mentally, physically yeah. right? kind of sets your day in motion
0: you, you know like when people say about you know, I have no routine for going to the gym because gyms have been closed, I've been open so I've I left myself go I'm not getting my goals or my gains do you think this is an excuse like do, why can people not just work out from home and get a routine going at home? I don't know what I'm serious I'm not saying it's yeah. it's a bad thing or it's a good thing. Yeah. I'm just saying why is everyone not just working out from home? so I'll give you both perspectives,
1: and my routine is switched, yeah. so I've been on both sides, yeah <clears throat> Home is where I chill mm-hmm. right If I'm not at home, I'm working hard right mm-hmm. i'm doesn't matter where I am as long as I'm not under this place. I have no idea where that showed up mm-hmm. or how that showed up. But because of the quarantine, I've had to switch my mentality. So I was in that little limbo where I was like, ah, I got to go to the gym to work out. But it's closed, so I'm not Mm going to work out. Mm -hmm. And then,
0: So that was an excuse?
1: Yeah, that was 100% Mm -hmm. an excuse. And then I was like, okay, let me make a challenge. So I joined some challenge where you uh, bike a certain amount or run a certain amount or just walk. It all collects your kilometers. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, so that'll get me going because I get a reward at the end and even then i was like nah it's okay i won't do it mm-hmm. um and it only became like i never really focused on my fitness it only became when my routine was solid so i woke up i had like three four five things in a row to do and i did yeah. them and i started my day and it all went well that my discipline allowed me to have fitness back into my routine at home mm. right my now our apartment has become my workstation as well as work like when I'm at uh, the university mm-hmm. so it really i I don't think there is a, an excuse right. I think you have to be disciplined and for me it was little baby steps of routines like I we, Paula and I call them little wins so first win and I don't know people have probably seen this YouTube video but first win we always make our bed right second win yeah. <clears throat> second win is Paula we we'll either work out in the morning or we do yoga in the morning and it's like 10 minutes or if she's working out, it's like an hour for her while she's doing that. I'm cooking. And so that we have, we, we collect wins throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And so as long as we can hit 10 wins, then whatever we do in that day is fine. Like whatever. I can sit on the couch and just veg out as long as I have 10 wins or whatever wins that we come up with. God damn,
0: I think you should do a podcast episode on having a good marriage. You guys are a team. <laughs> This team argues a lot. And I mean, before we did this podcast episode, I mean, I, I witnessed firsthand Paula beating Michael with a, ba- with a bag of rice cakes. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. behind the scenes, And if people only knew? Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, I think, well, yeah, we should probably do a podcast with Paula on here with a marriage, but it, it's got to be
0: like that. So, routine. Routine is what I'm getting from you, Michael. Yeah. Routine.
1: Yeah. Discipline and
0: routine. Okay. Yeah. So, God. Yeah. So preparing Everybody out there It's, it's coming yeah. I think it's coming I think it's coming Final question of the night Michael Lockdown or no lockdown If it was up to you If it was up to me? Yeah, if it was up to you <sighs> Time's are up buddy uh, Lockdown Lockdown Okay How about you? No lockdown okay. No lockdown for me Okay
1: Alright well Let's hear what you guys have to say So Hopefully we'll have you too Yeah
0: yeah Okay. So, channel is coming
1: and then on Instagram follow us at two men one podcast <laughs> two men one pineapple this time I got it right uh, and just comment like what do you guys think is it coming there's already a second wave like we already know that but is you know Canada Ontario mm-hmm. specifically Toronto are we all in trouble
0: yeah or where are you from that's listening to this oh, yeah. are you guys in a lockdown yeah true all right true. do you agree with it should there be a lockdown or shouldn't there be one yeah Let's uh, let's discuss. Thanks, thanks everybody for listening.